0: I have been gifted in my life to experience the purity of love from the soul, heart, and gesture of many human beings. And I go to specific moments from a baby, from a very wise, almost ancient elder. And the embodied love received, and then reciprocated between one being and myself is beyond any mental idea, any word I could actually speak, any theme I could use as a literary sort of sentence in any language. And yet all of us know within ourselves the remembrance of that abiding quest that thou art. You are that. I am that. We are of that. It is beyond us, and yet each one of us is a dewdrop of the oceanic grace of that being whom I call God, whom our son Taylor might speak of more as the cosmos or the universe so that he's not irritated by the constant bickering about the value of God in one language or another. If I speak of God in a Judeo-Christian framework, one friend will scoff at a companion of mine, a colleague of mine, who's a rabbi, who won't say the name aloud. He won't even say God's name. No, he's so drunk within it in the remembrance of the mystery from which he comes, that he's trying to practice the humility of that. And a young friend will think, well, I don't even want to hear about it, you know, that's too Jewish for me. Another Jewish colleague will say, Ah Hashem, the tender, beloved name for God, in his particular field within the Jewish faith. We could come to another tradition where God is not named as a person, but more a state of being, forms of Buddhism, the Dharmakaya, the path of that clear light, a void-like space which is full of the light. And a Buddhist colleague would say, well, there's no God in Buddhism, and I go, well, maybe not in your mind's eye, but you're speaking of the very same capacities, although not personifying it. And he might actually look down on the rabbi. Well, you know, he still thinks there's a personal God. I mean, that's just so archaic. And yet, is it the rabbi's prayers who saved that young man when he falls from grace and needs all of us as elders to help him get up and enter the path of balance? Balance. The beautiful capacity of this place in the heart and soul where we remember this, we remember this quest, is that we are seeking this so that we fulfill it in one another. Here, you have fallen. Let me help you get up. Here, son, I must walk with a cane now. Will you take my arm as I step down from this one step? to the ground and so in the continuum of time the ancient ones who have gone before us have left a threshold of prayer of virtue of aspiration and of love as a fulfilling prophecy toward remembering home that we might go in a circuitous way from home through all breaths and moments of this life back into home again and you, and you, and you, from that great one, every breath of that great one, life back into that great one. So I would like us to enter this retreat winter where I am living in Texas in in the Northern Hemisphere for people I know from very far, uh, places of the very, very far North, the Arctic, all the way down into the very tips of Southern Africa and Australia, New Zealand, Tasmania, down into the southern parts of South America, where it is now, the the sense of midsummer. Wherever we are upon the earth, let us enter a quality of praying for balance. Then what begins to happen is all the places where one has projected out in armoring, in separation, in judgment, animosity, reacting against what does not feel safe, either from our lack of self-respect or the injurious way we've been treated by others, from the movements within our own families of origin to the neighborhoods around us, to the way we're taught often a great deal of fear-mongering through the media and concepts in the world. Be careful. Everyone is so evil. It is all so ugly out there. And yet it is not. It is more the mountainous terrain, the desert terrain, the urban terrain, the terrain of poverty and the terrain of the difficulty of greed the arguments of anger and hatred and jealousy. And when we look at all of those and think, this is the meaning of my life, is to look at all these qualities that are not the virtues of the human being. Because it's so dangerous, I can't find my safe way. It's very hard because we keep re-armoring ourselves. Oh, he, I don't like him. And she, you know, I don't know about her. And that political party and that nation and these people, that culture my ancestors, my family, your family, you, me. It's just never enough. Nor will it ever be if we think that's the map of home. It's not the homeland. The homeland is always safe. There was the first breath each one of us took as we came forward safely from our mother's womb, hopefully with her being safely delivered also of us as her child. May my mother who delivered me be protected, blessed, safe, and well in all ways in eternity. My gratitude in every breath is an extension of her gift to me of life and of my father's gift to me of that same life through my mother the gratitude of eternity in God, in he, in she, in that great one. Whether I name the divine, or I dwell on a reverence for that which is beyond my mind's ability to name, but I revere it, or whether I go to a secular humanist point of referring to the cosmos, the vastness, the great clear light of the void, which is everything. And I, a child of it. Then we begin to rename the terrain of daily life through virtue. And this is where I would like us to begin our practice in this retreat. Come to the center of the heart chakra in the middle of the chest. Allow yourself to let go of any tension or reaction out against the world you are holding from that area. The heart chakra is connected to every part of the energy system. It's the only area of the energy system that is. It's this beautiful complexity of meridians that run through us. They're dealt with in acupuncture and yoga, various forms of breathing and body energetics, of teaching to heal and balance our physical systems, our breath, our circulatory systems, our central nervous system, our organs. And when we come into a complete balance, the heart chakra opens. The still point of eternity is there. We all go, I, I know that place. I can experience that place. I am of that place. Isn't it precious? Each one of us is a veritable pearl of God finding our way to the center of that place, within us, home. Oh, in that part of us is heaven. You Feel how still that becomes. Every moment, yet in eternity. Every resolution of the past into the present moment recapitulating all parts of anything we have ever undergone into the present. The heart becomes wise, fluidly knowing history, heritage, legacy, developing a personality based on our experiences, and yet moving with this through that still point of eternity in the heart so that every part of us that changes comes together with this one part of us that does not change. And that would be our signature then when these come together. How are you? And we feel in ourselves such a depth. All that can answer back is the great love we have for God, for that, that great one, the one whose whole signature is the cosmos, whose signature is the dewdrop within you and the dewdrop within me that meets. It's very hard to give words to that. It becomes a perfect love, yet so humble, resolute, pure, Unsullied, beginning to express the signature of who one is as virtue embodied. Here, let me pray for you. Let you pray for me. That together we might realize this place where balance is the very name of our souls, our hearts, our lives, and our quest.